Hey guys, welcome to day five of your 90-day narcissistic detox. Today we do have a guest joining us today, and I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Hi, my name is Jay Horn. I am a Christian life coach. One of the things I do is I help people get to where they are, to where they want to be. And I have a niche in helping Christian women find clarity by overcoming heartbrokenness so they can flourish in the relationships. Perfect. Great. Um, So since we're on day five, we're almost to a week of being either free from the narcissist or no contact from the narcissist. Um, I know for myself, once I was on day five, I started to feel a little bit of the gray fog leave myself. I was still hurt, but it was starting to relieve itself. Um, I wasn't as fearful anymore. I knew that I could make it without the narcissist. Of course, I was still in my anger phase. I was still very upset. I still had questions. I still wanted to see him. I still wanted to know what he was doing. I still thought about going back into the relationship, but I also knew on day five that it was possible to survive without him. Um, So Jay, for you, I know that you have been in toxic relationships and you also um, have toxic family members. Um, Can you tell Mm -hmm. me about how you helped yourself out of your toxic relationship and, and when you realized that that relationship was toxic? Um, I was really young and it was my true relationship that I really actually cared about. So, um, I do have to say that I relied a lot on God healing me. Um, and I educated myself. So I watched a lot of videos on how I felt because I, there was no name to how, like, I didn't know it was narcissism. Mm -hmm. So I had to be like, why am I feeling sad or why, you know, like I, I, at the time YouTube was just beginning so Mm -hmm. um being big so I had to like do titles of how I felt and then that led me to narcissism like the narcissistic like what they are and what it is and so the more that I watched things like that I was able to kind of heal and know Mm -hmm. it wasn't me it was actually them okay um I know it was a while ago but do you think that do you remember having anxiety knowing that you couldn't completely not be around that person, that you did have to see that person? Anxiety. Um, the anxiety, yeah, because at the time I worked with him. So he was a co-worker and then also, you know, that's how we kind of mm-hmm. met each other. And the anxiety was, yeah, it was anxiety because I had to fake like I was okay, knowing that deep down inside mm-hmm. I wasn't. Okay. And then you said that God helped you. Um, So Mm -hmm. was that something that you figured out later after the relationship or as you were going through the relationship? Um, It was definitely after um, the relationship. It was so much. I was in so much pain, right? Because to me, I thought it was love. And um, that's kind of when I became closer to God because, you know, it was just that that depression, I was like depressed because I was like, that's all I knew. Meaning um, that's all I was focused on. I don't want to say that's all I knew, but I was, he was so much of my life Mm -hmm. um, because of what narcissists are, right? Like the whole um, love bombing. So I'm like, finally was in love. What's wrong with me? And um, when it was over, when he discarded me, God was there to be, 
to pick me back up and was like, that's when I became reborn into the faith saying like, hey, I can heal your heart. God was like, I can heal your heart if you accept me into your life. And so when I became reborn into Christ, I felt his love and I knew what true love was. Yeah. And I think it's really important that the more stories that we do here on narcissism is that you'll start to connect the dots that they, how similar they are. Um, Most people go into, you know, this person was my soulmate. There was the love bombing phase where he felt perfect. He was everything that I wanted. And then we don't dive deep into the fact that most of us are broken. And that's how we get into these relationships where we're broken individuals. We've either had hurt. We haven't had a real love. We don't have the love of God in our souls. And we, we dive into these relationships because we want another person to fulfill that. And then, you know, not to, I mean, there's there's many narcissists there's the overt and the covert so you know some of them are very extreme and you know right from the get go like they're they're crazy and they kind of just work their way in and they work your nerves but it's the ones that you kind of get into the relationships the covert ones that really come in Mm -hmm. when you're broken and you feel like they filled you up and if you're if you're going into something and you're already broken and you're with someone who makes you feel whole but they're evil you're only going to come out worse. And I think Mm -hmm. that when you're, when you're, when you're leaving that situation, your mind, you you have PTSD. You're trying to figure out up from down, right from wrong, who knew, who didn't know, who was for you, who was against you. And you're just trying to find your center, your calmness, um, what reality is. And for you, you stated that, you know your religion the religion part for you did come after like finding that of course you were religious you were religious before but after thinking back on it you know god helped you to heal even more from that situation by having that i know for myself i had to pray um and ask god what was going on i was i started off very religious and then the narcissist came into my life and it kind of died off um but then, you know, there were the red flags and there were the warnings. And then I prayed and I asked and I was like, please reveal what is going on because this just doesn't feel right. And it was uncovered to me that he was a narcissist. And so for me, it was a little bit different because I was able to prepare with God to leave. But then we're looking at our stories and we can still compare that the pain is still the same no matter, you know, figuring out after and having God to show your God with you, there's still going to be that pain. Um, but God will get you through it. Obviously yeah. he'll guide you through it, but there is going to be pain because you have to think about the, the amount of time that you've invested in this relationship. You have to mourn the fact that this was not a real relationship, that this person never loved you. Um, this person hurt you, this person, um, literally gave you PTSD, if not anything else. Um, And so many people come out of these relationships and they're just so lost and they don't know which way to turn to. They don't know what to do because this person has taken so much from them. And now they've lost a lot. In most cases, most people lose a lot. You have to start all back over. For myself, I did have to start back over, not from ground zero, but I did have to start back over. And so I know that you're a Christian life coach and thinking about women that are on day five, you're almost approaching a week. You've left this relationship. Hopefully, you know, there's income coming in 
sometimes there may not be income coming in. You may be in a shelter. You may be back at home with a parent or with a friend. Um, What would be some advice or some first steps um, do you think someone who's at the bottom of the pit or where they feel like they're at the bottom of the pit, what would be some of the first steps that you would coach them on um, to help them start to climb out of that depression that they're in? Is this them being aware of who he is? Correct. So you, is- they should be aware that he's a narcissist. You left the narcissist. Um, you're on day five. You're trying your best to go no contact. If you have no children, you do not have to communicate with them. If you do have children, you're gray rocking them. So you're barely giving them any uh, any information and you're not giving them any emotion. But you're on day five of leaving. So you've left, you're, you're committed to leaving, but you have these emotions. You're obviously depressed. You're starting over. Um, you're angry. You're still in love. And you don't know where to go with your life. Well, I mean, definitely this has to do with the identity, right? Because I believe that the narcissist takes that from you because you may, you kind of lose yourself trying to be who, for me, and I, I should talk about me, like I wanted to become who he wanted mm-hmm. me to be because like I wasn't doing, like he, the way he would um, constantly leave me, so I'll be like, one thing well everything will be good and the next thing he'll break it he's breaking up with me so I'm like what's wrong with me um so for me I think that it's that that affirmation that that for me was just like God like it's just knowing who you are in Christ and that takes a while too so it's like affirmations like I will be okay like you have to wake up each day saying like being okay with the pain but also knowing that you will get through this and um having at least a good support system. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know, I think that's very, very important because um, you, because in coaching, in essence, I would tell the client to just write down how they're feeling, Mm -hmm. right? Because you, 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 you have all these emotions and you don't know what to do with them. Like you don't know how to feel because like you're, you're leaving this, the love of your, well, I don't want to say love of your life, but the person, you that know, sometimes you, it is you, the love of your life or you think it's okay. the love of your life, but they're narcissists. Right. Like you're like, you're confused. Some people, they do leave and they're not a hundred percent aware that what narcissism is, they just know it's toxic, but yeah, you, you do believe it's the love of your life. Right. I would definitely first suggest them keep a journal of how they're feeling and just also keep a journal of where they want to be so that they can strive to go towards that. Right. So right now you're leaving, you're feeling confused. You can write that down and then um, write where you want to be to where you can take those necessary steps each day to, to get to where you want to be eventually. It's definitely going to take some time, but of course with a good support system and like daily affirmations of like, I can do it. Um, I think that will be the first step. Right. And, and obviously that was something that I did do. I did keep a a journal, um, for just over a little bit of a year. Um, and then it was nice to see how it progressed and looking back at it now, you know, there's things in there that do make me laugh that I had these emotions or I had these, these flashbacks and, you know, I'm going on almost two years free from narcissism, no contact for, um, two years and there's still times where I ruminate about the relationship 
So obviously it's not going to say like, you know, you're, you're 90 days, you're done, you're, you're on to the next relationship. Mm -hmm. It's going to, it's taking time to heal yourself, a hundred percent heal, get to know who you are, get to love yourself, build a strong relationship with the Lord. And I think Mm -hmm. for me, um, once I established that stronger relationship back in the Lord, that fulfilled me. That became my relationship that I was seeking. I was no longer seeking to be chased down by a narcissist anymore. I was no longer seeking to feel approved by a man anymore. So it wasn't the fact that I needed to jump into another relationship to prove to my my narcissist that I am valued, that I am wanted. Because of course, during your devalue stage, they're going to let you know that nobody wants you and that you're a terrible person and that you did X, Y, and Z, and this is why they're leaving you. Or this is why no one wants to be with you. And I can't believe I stayed with you for this long because you're so terrible. So in your head, you know, we're telling ourselves, I have to prove to myself or prove to that person that I am better and then if you're you're still connected through other family members, you want to prove to his that that person's flying monkeys that you see, I can get into another relationship. He was lying about all the things that he said about you to me, because, of course, he's devaluing you to everyone. He's not going to go around and say, yes, I was I was a terrible person and she was amazing. No, it's yeah, she didn't appreciate this or he didn't appreciate this. Right. And I, Mm -hmm. you know, look at her now or look at me now, I'm striving, I'm doing better. And sometimes we want to control that narrative. We want to get ahead of it and we want to say, no, I'm going to prove. But that's when we literally have to put stop sign up in front of us and say, I'm not healed. I'm not healthy. I'm not ready and seek the Lord. And once we seek the Lord, he will fulfill you and you will no longer have that desire. Am I saying that you're not going to ruminate about the relationship? I'm not saying that because you're still going to have those thoughts. You were with this person for however long, but they consumed you. And that's what a narcissistic relationship does. It consumes you. It comes in, it sweeps you off your feet. It flips you upside down and you don't know how to stand back up. So once you're learning how to stand back up, it takes time. You're relearning all the steps again. You're relearning who you are and hopefully You'll come out stronger now and you'll be better prepared um, to face future narcissists. So once we've, we've dealt with a narcissist and we've left one, we, we kind of become a narcissist magnet. So if we're not careful, we can attract other narcissists um, because we're hurt. And so we're out there searching to find the next replacement. So when you're trying to find that replacement, of course, you're going to catch a narcissist because that's the person that's also always out there fishing. So I really believe you have to take the time and you're only on day five. So you're not even a week in right now. You have to allow yourself to be hurt and say that it is OK that I am hurting from this toxic relationship. I don't know about for you, um, Jay, but I know for myself. I felt guilty for being upset about the relationship being over, even though I knew it was toxic. I came from something that was toxic and I knew it wasn't healthy and I knew I needed to leave, but I felt guilty and I felt upset with myself because I still wanted that person that I believed that he was 
knowing full and well he wasn't, but that's a part of the PTSD that I had to work through with myself. Well, definitely for me, I I wasn't, I was still in denial Mm -hmm. um, because he would prime me, meaning that like he will break up, get back together, we'll break up, get back together. So I'm always like, there's a better chance of us. I mean, there, there is a chance of us getting back together. I just need to be better. So I think like, for me, it was just more of being accepting that it was over, mm-hmm. which was the hard part for me more. It's just like, it's really over. And I'm sorry if I missed it. Did you say that you knew he was toxic in the relationship when you were in it? Or was that something, not so much a narcissist because narcissism was new, but did you feel that that was a toxic relationship or did you blame yourself more? I blame myself more. I thought something was wrong with me, but also felt like something was off, right? Like, I was like, this can't be normal. (laughs) Like, I literally was like, this is not how relationships are supposed to be. I even had the strength to break up with him. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, me being so in love. Like, I was like, so much like, this is just too much. But then, of course, he wouldn't be back in. But but also, I just always felt like it must be me. There must be something with me, the reason why he doesn't want to be with me. Yeah. Usually when you break up with them and you you cause that narcissistic injury, they'll come love bombing super hard. Like they'll come in super with hard. everything. Um the world the world has changed and without mm-hmm. you they're nothing. And then they're just right. setting you up for the hardest devalue of he your life. Did do yeah. that. Yes. He <laughs> so, did do that. I was like, I must be the world to him. Like uh croc- like when I say crocodile tears, if people yep. could he, see, he did yeah, cry. Oh, yeah, mine cried like <laughs> big golf tears like almost like shaking in the corner crying I was like wow you really love me like yes, I have that's how never I seen a man cry like that and I was like I cannot right. believe I made you cry I am so sorry right. you know and meanwhile it's like no you lying you crying because you uh about to lose some good grade a uh torture mm-hmm. and you're just like I can't lose this this has been good to me like let me give her some tears but we've been programmed to think that you know if a man is sitting here crying for you he loves you you know this is the ultimate love he's he's crying for me like he can't be cheating he can't be doing it this is true love he's crying these tears for me and it's like uh no you you just crying and we're so used to thinking that men do not cry that you know society has let us think that you know no they, they never cry but if they do they really care for you and so we get swept into this fairy tale. I'm not going to lie. I was a full fairy tale girl, you know, TV shows or, or the relationships that I, I look after. I mean, I look to to be like, yeah, that that's what I want. And, and Disney movies of the happily ever after of a prince coming in and sweeping you in after you've been the ugly duckling and you've transformed yourself. And in actuality, you know, that's not always how it is. And that's not always how it happens, but that's how we believe it happens. So when your narcissist is so close to doing that. You're just like, yes, this is what it has to be. But, you know, two different stories, but it's so, it's, you know, narcissistic abuse is so the same that we both went through the devalue, the love bombing, the crocodile tears. Um, We both had to deal with low self-esteem within ourselves that kept us in the relationship and then figuring out the journey through the end. Obviously, different times, different phases in our lives, 
me while I was still currently in the relationship rebuilding and then you more so after to rebuild you. Um, so I think ladies and gentlemen, you're only on day five. You have to give yourself time to heal. You have to know that it is okay what you are feeling. Um, but also stay strong. Um, stay the course, stay no contact in the end. The abuse was not worth it. That person is not worth it. They have not changed. They are not going to change. They are not any better with their new supply than they were with you they're only worse they've taken on your traits so now they may seem better because they're you so they're doing what you used to do and they've impressed this next person so you're thinking this next person has gotten the best and they haven't eventually the narc will show their true colors they'll go back to being who they were you have to stay the course and know that the path that you are on is better in the end than anything else. Cry your tears, let out your anger, but do not go back to that narcissist and stay no contact. So thank you guys so much for listening today. I'm going to go ahead and let Jay give out her information since she is a life coach. Um, Feel free to reach out to her, um, email her with any questions that you guys may have to help you if you are on that that new starting over journey. You just don't know where to start. Um, so Jay, go ahead and let them know where they can reach you. Yes, you can definitely reach me on my webpage at jhcoaching.com and also on Facebook under the name of Jay Horn. And um, also you can email me at, again, it's Coaching at gmail.com perfect thank you so much jay for being a part of our day five discussion um and to everyone that is currently on our detox i will talk to you guys for day six stay strong thanks guys bye bye